I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me and I was like flashed onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know? Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I was gonna have Mr. Sam Kern, Mr. Sam Kern on the podcast with me, but coronavirus struck out. Uh, so apparently he works with someone who got the coronavirus. He doesn't have any symptoms. We don't know if he has it or not because he hasn't been tested. But just to play it safe, we postponed his episode of the podcast to next week. So... The v- coronavirus is affecting the podcast at this point. So you got me solo today. Um, solo coronavirus episode. That's what we'll call this one. Maybe. Uh, I've been keeping up with all this, uh, news on the coronavirus from, uh, there's a news app on the iPhone. I don't know if you guys are hip to that, but it's got a, uh, COVID-19 updates. The most important information all in one place. So tons of stories. Um, going up every day, updating daily. Uh, let's see. Let's just do a, oh, let's, uh, do some ads. Let's pay some bills. So starting off, we're going to start with a shout out to Eastern Skate Supply. So if you are a skate shop out there or you work at a skate shop and you do the ordering, uh, and you'd like to support all I need, you can get our boards through Eastern Skate Supply. So please check them out. That is, I believe it's easternskatesupply.com, and you can create an account right there with them, and then you can uh, add our boards to your shop, to your cart, and they can ship you uh, whatever you order, and you can throw some AIN in there. And, uh, yeah, that's how you get them right there, Eastern Skate Supply. And you can follow them on Instagram too. I believe it's all under Eastern Skate Supply. Let me just double check real quick. Um, What do we got new for All I Need? We have new All I Need t-shirts, four different colorways, dropping possibly next week. We do small runs of everything, so they always go pretty fast. So I'll definitely let you guys know when they're out so you can get your hands on them. I'll announce it on the podcast, but I'll also announce it on a our social media at All I Need Skate on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, let me double check Eastern. Make sure that's there. Yeah, Eastern Skate Supply. Give them a follow. They support All I Need. They order our boards and shop. Skate shops go to them and swoop our boards. So, and uh, next up would be so new t-shirts coming next week. I'll let you guys know. Four different colorways. Really stoked on the colorways because we got a black on black with uh, the A logo on the left chest and full back. We have what I'm calling a banana cream, which is kind of like the hat. This hat. Check it. We're going to have a t-shirt like this color, and it's going to have dark chocolate uh, print on it. We'll have turquoise with hot pink, just like the YouTube channel colors t-shirt and then the third the last color is going to be sort of like a red socks colorway not exactly red socks but you know navy red and blue or navy red and white 
So those are dropping hopefully next week sometime and be able to take photos and get them up on the online store. So keep you in the loop. And also the Chloe collection is dropping for all I need real soon. And that is four pieces that me and my friend, my good friend, little Chloe, who is 11-year-old ripper, um, she does skateboard lessons with me and she draws. And she's was coming into skateboard lessons and just bringing in her booklet of all these drawings for all I need and designs. And uh, we made a train out of one of her drawings. We did train uh, choo-choo, choo-choo stickers because <laughs> uh, she drew a sick-ass train. So I made some stickers for her. That's where it started. And then we moved to um, her new design, which is this awesome bird. So it's the AIN little Tweety bird. And uh, I... Got it digitized and embroidered on four different pieces. One is a um, a windbreaker, which will be an orange windbreaker with the bird, AIM bird, just uh, embroidered right there, left chest. We did a t-shirt. We did this awesome polo shirt, uh, turquoise color. I'm really stoked on that. That might be my favorite with the bird. They're all uh, embroidered. So we got the windbreaker jacket, the polo just a normal t-shirt with it embroidered and then the last piece is a zip up uh purple hoodie which i'm really stoked on too all the colors chloe killed it on we went back and forth she she brought me her design uh and we went back and forth on all the colors she helped me pick out the the pieces the garments that she wanted and uh yeah so it's the chloe collection and that's dropping next week as well and that's going to be made to order. So if you guys want one, I'll be posting online about it. And uh, you can go to the website once it's live and you can order it. And uh, it'll take maybe a week or two to get to you. So you got to wait at least up to two weeks because uh, every time I get the order, I'm going to make it. So it's going to take a little bit. They're custom made, made to order. So, it's not, so yeah. I'll keep you guys all posted on that. That's the newest with uh, all I need. It's uh, a lot on the apparel front. But I'm really stoked to get the apparel going and get it out there. Um, what else? What else? Shout out to Narragansett Beer. Thank you for supporting all I need in this podcast. If you haven't seen our Crush It by uh, Crush It Like Quint deck yet, please check it out at allineedskate.com. Uh, I'm not sure if we have any in stock, but I think Narragansett does on their site. So if you go to NarragansettBeer.com and you're over 21 and you want to crush a like Quint deck, they got them there. But, uh, yeah, check them out. Those guys are awesome. They moved the brewery back to Rhode Island. They support skateboarding. They do the made on honor market, um, a couple times a year and they always invite us and help us make some money so we can keep all I need going, which really helps. Um... So, yeah, shout out to the sponsors of the show, Eastern Skate Supply and Narragansett Beer and All I Need. Uh, I think that's it for updates with All I Need. We have a bunch of questions from online, so I'm excited to get to that. Um, Some of these were meant for Sam, but Sam's not here due to Corona, so I'll answer for him. I'll make something up. (laughs) I'll just answer myself. Coffee's nice and warm. We got Google right here in case we need to look anything up. And uh, things are looking lovely today. Back on the podcast. I woke up and did some skate lessons today. That was awesome. I did one, but I showed up and there was like 
three or four kids at the park and I just started hanging out with them and then started giving them personal challenges. <laughs> That's my thing now is just, hey, you want a personal challenge? And usually they do if they're not in a bad mood. And then I just kind of like think of something that they can do, but that might slightly challenge them or make them think about skating a little differently. Whether it's like, hey, try to push up the ramp instead of go down or hey, have you ever tried this before? The personal challenge is just, you know, for them to challenge themselves. So I started doing that with all the kids there. And then next thing I know, I just got a flock of kids following me around, which is pretty awesome. Bunch of friends, you know. So those were kind of impromptu skate to, uh, skate lessons. I wasn't getting paid for them. <laughs> but uh, it was still awesome. doesn't matter. And then I had one lesson today. And uh little ripper, killing it. And I got some more tomorrow. And I saw Chloe today and took some more photos of her in the orange windbreaker in the Chloe collection. So that was cool. Um, yeah. So that was my day. Oh, and then my friend Tim Rio had a baby shower. Him and his lady. It would be weird if he just had it by himself because he's giving birth to a baby because he's a male. But hey, it's 2020. Who knows what's going on? Actually, I think a guy did give birth to a baby. I think that was actually a thing back in the day. I kind of have to look it up now. Bear with me here. Because I remember there was a dude with facial hair that gave birth to a baby. But I think it was maybe like a he switched his gender type thing. Let me see. Male, male human gives birth to baby? Whoa, puppies popped up. Does that make sense? But that that, that can't be right. Humans... Male humans. Male pregnancy. Yeah, let's look up Wikipedia. Male pregnancy is the incubation of one or more embryos or fetuses by male members of some species. Oh, so it's not even talking about humans. Male species. Okay, what about humans? I see seahorses. Is the name given to 45 species, a small marine fish in the hippocampus comes from the ancient Greek. Okay, too much information. Has a male hum, male human ever given birth to a baby? I thought I saw it on like Time Magazine or something. The dad who gave birth. Here we go. This is on TheGuardian.com. I don't know how I ended up on this. <laughs> God, uh, the coffee's good and I'm rambling today. So should be a good podcast. Um, the dad would give birth. Being pregnant doesn't change me being a trans man. Transitioning meant that Freddie McConnell finally felt comfortable in his skin. Then he began a quest to conceive and carry his own child. Oh, so it was a woman that transitioned into a man and gave birth, right? Freddie McConnell takes out his phone and shows me film of his baby snoring contentedly. Jack is gorgeous with blonde hair, blue eyes, and heavy eyelids. Let's see, this whole thing. He's right. That's so crazy. This isn't even the case I was thinking of. But yeah. So I guess it's like a transition. A tra transgender man has done it. Whew. Heavy. Heavy way to start the podcast off. Too much to process. So we're going to go to the questions. <laughs> All right, I got tons of questions from you out there. Choo, 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 choo. Thank you, uh, everybody on 
Instagram that follow me uh, at allineedskate.com. Um, this is where these questions are coming from. I also wanted to say if you listen to this podcast, I was trying to figure out a way to word it so I might not do a good job now. But I was like thinking about skateboarding and what it meant to me. I was like it's more of like art and entertainment and community. But I know it's a sport for some. Like what I want to know what skateboarding, what you consider skateboarding to be or what version of skateboarding you like. Like for me, I like the – I'd rather it be art and entertainment than a sport. But there's other people out there, you know. And actually skateboarding to me has been – it's been an escape at time when I was younger and needed to run away from like issues I couldn't uh, control that were out of my hands. But now it's kind of like I don't run – I don't get away from things with skating now. Now it's just kind of more community for me. Um, But anyways – Long story short, basically, is I just want to hear your feedback. So if you're listening on iTunes, if you could head to the iTunes store and review the podcast, because that would help the show out a lot. Um, Give us five stars or four stars, whichever the highest is, (laughs) and then uh, leave a comment. Let me know what skateboarding is to you or or what it means to you. That would be really cool to go to the iTunes store and just have that comment section, the review section, just full of like, hey, this is what skateboarding means to me. Uh, and if you're, if you're on YouTube and you're watching this video, leave it in the comment section below. Let me know what skating is to you or how do you see skating. You know, if it's more of an art for you or if it's more of uh, expression to you or if it's more just community or if it's just like fun with your friends or if it's a sport. Who knows? Like there's people out there into it that look at it like a football. You know what I mean? There's no wrong way. Skateboarding is different things to – different people you know and there's so many different types of people that skateboard so i just want to hear back from you guys so i figured you could do that on itunes if you're listening to just the audio review and leave a comment or review and then if you're on youtube just leave a comment in the comment section below that would be epic too and it would help the show grow especially on itunes if you give us like five stars and then leave a review i guess that's how it helps grow the podcast you know the more people engage with the itunes and review it excuse me the more they're gonna pump out the podcast which would be sick all right time for the questions first one this one was for sammy so but I'll, I'll answer a little bit about it. They just wrote Metal Borrow 2. And Metal Borrow is a skate video um, that they already put out. And I guess they're working on number two. So I'm excited to see that. It's going to have all the homies in it. Oh, actually, yeah, I got all I need news too is uh, on March 30th on our YouTube channel, All I Need Skate on YouTube, we are releasing our third full-length video, Good Eye. But we're also going to be releasing it on skateboarding.com so all i need is going to be on trans world's website which is one of the biggest skateboard websites in the world and we're going to take over the website for the day with full all i need banners for good eye and there'll be a clickable link that'll take you right to our youtube channel and you can watch everybody's full part and that's march 30th it's coming up man i'm excited for that so full parts from myself Corey gunan Derek fukuhara timmy knuth Billy Drown, Kevin Clem, Evan Mansalillo, Sam Kern, and Nick Barth. All right, moving on. Next question. 
do. I want to talk about slash hear more about other thoughts of consumer preference for brick and mortar versus online shopping. Um, Dom de Lacula, I don't know how to say it. I think he's the guy from Brooklyn Project Skate Shop. Uh, in the Nine Club, recently brought up brought up that I've been what I've been saying for years. Like, what can skaters really do to support local? Not just use a hashtag and then piss off and buy a board off Amazon. Um, and let me stop there because it's a longer question, but uh, I'll start there. So all I need is a small brand, man. We started uh, homegrown, and we've just been at it for like 10 years now, maybe longer. And we take all the money we make from all I need and put it right back into skateboarding community, whether it's supporting our team riders and taking them to Tampa Pro like we just did for Timmy Knuth or taking the team down to uh, Surf Expo and and doing a sick team trip where we film for our full-length videos and we get videos made and get the DVDs made and we pay for advertising to get it up on Transworld. Uh, we throw skate events, uh, the Fall Brawl, the New England Am, all that takes money to run. Um, and whether it's us giving up prizes or paying people to help run the events. Um, but pretty much every penny I make from All I Need goes directly back into skateboarding community. So the honest answer to this is if you really – support a brand buy whatever they produce because you know they're pushing it out there man and those sales especially in all i needs cases the money goes back into your skate scene and your skate community you know and in back into supporting real skateboarders whereas if you just go and buy some big ass company's brand that's bought out by a um, bunch of people that don't skateboard, but they're the most lit thing because they're the biggest brand with the biggest advertising budget, and they hook up the biggest skateboarders ever. And um, I mean, that's fine too. Support whatever you're into, but if you really want to support small brands or small shops, a skate shop is a brand too. So, like, if you have a brick and mortar skate shop in your town. Go buy, buy something. Like I just went the other day to Solstice Skate Shop, my first sponsor. They've been around for twenty something years, and uh, I just went by and bought some shoes. I had some cash in my pocket, and I was like, "How could I spend this and support something I love and support?" And I was like, "Yeah, Solstice. They were the first ones to support me. They're a brick and mortar shop. I know that they support skateboarders and skateboarding, and that's where their heart lies." And they're not just a bunch of like corporate dudes that don't know shit about skateboarding and work, you know, and running some brand. They're just legit skateboarders doing it. So just went by, bought some shoes, man. That's the honest answer is like support the brand or the skate shop and buy their products and keep their doors open. You know, if you don't, things dry up and close, you know, especially with Amazon, you know. And and if you have a brand you like and you support them and they're a small brand and you're like, yeah, they're the shit, they're local, they help throw events, they do all this cool stuff, like support them. You can shop online. Go to their online store, you know, or if they don't have a skate shop for the brand, you know, just find a way to support them. Um, and share their stuff online actually. Like when they post online, if it's a brand you like and it's a small brand and – it's a skate shop, like repost their stuff. I know that's not the biggest way to help, but that's that does help. 
Let's see. Not just use hashtags and then piss off and buy a board on Amazon. Another cool topic would be the effects of this global corona panic has on skateboarding. Travel restrictions, stock market, retail spending, all that. Not very cool topic, haha, but my two cents. Yeah, man, the corona thing is crazy. This whole episode could just be about the corona thing. I'm sure it's hurting some businesses. The skate park was open today because skateboarders (laughs) are pretty resilient and tough people, it turns out. All the sports teams are closed right now. They all shut their season down and stuff, uh, which is insane, man. And I was like looking on that news app, and it's like, stock market's down, blah, blah, blah. The honest thing about the corona thing is just like we've had viruses in the past. I don't think we've ever have had a pandemic in our lifetime, and a pandemic's just when a virus goes worldwide. It goes viral, not in a good way, not in the clout way. Um But yeah, it's just scary. What bothers me most is like our government and uh, we just don't know. Like I don't know when – what's the truth anymore. Our media and our government are for-profit driven, you know, like so – and apparently salacious like click-worthy shit makes them tons of money, especially our media. So it's like you don't even know if this is a marketing gimmick or if it's a real issue. Um, all you can really do is try to like look up experts and pay attention to the news app and follow the news and try to get as much information as you can be as safe as you can. Apparently if you wash your hands or you quarantine, stay out of like 250 people, like don't go in large crowds. Um, okay. I think that's what it was. It was 250 people events. Like they shut it down. Like you can't have 250 people events. It's too much right now. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that this is just a virus that spreads through just like anything else. And then we get the handle on it and then it's just like another bump in the road, but it's a new thing, I guess. And people don't really know how long this is going to take or how severe it's going to be. Uh, I've definitely been stressed out just from the news. My phone, we're so connected, so I can't tell if it's just hysteria or a real issue. We're living in crazy time, people. Literally crazy times, man. Like our president. I'm, and I don't want to bash, like, I bash presidents all day because they're already in power and you should watch people in power and criticize them and make sure they're, like, doing the right thing, you know? Not just believe every word they say, regardless of what party they're part of, whether they're Republican and Democrat or whatever. Um, but it's just crazy to think that we have, Someone in office that lies all the time, <laughs> from what I can tell. Maybe I'm biased, but I don't think so because I'm not that political. But um, yeah, and that dude is at the helm, at the head of the wheel of our whole economy. And then something like a pandemic breaks out with a virus, and then you don't know. You don't know if they're just trying to get people to consume to buy all the fucking toilet paper and I don't know such tied into our all our economy and stock market market you can't tell man but i'm trying to be optimistic we'll see how this whole thing plays out you know crazy times we're living in man and maybe we're always living in crazy times and i'm just getting older so now it's like i'm i'm 37 so like 
I'm officially an adult. Like, I kind of have to care even if I don't want to care. When you're a young kid, you don't have to care because you're like, everything can shut down. I don't get school. I don't have to go to school. Yippee! But when you're like older, you got a lot of jobs and your friends all have jobs and you're worried about people losing out on money or getting sick and like not having, being able to pay their bills. Crazy thing is we're sp- a lot of us are one hospital bill away from uh, being in debt and ruined, you know, and then a pandemic breaks out and a virus spreads. It's like we definitely should try to figure out some sort of health care that is affordable for everyone, right? Otherwise, we're going to pay for health care no matter what because something like this happens and then you have to get, give up 50 billion dollars like trump said (laughs) you know what i mean like we got to pay for it people can't die they're the people people are what make the economy work you going to work and paying your taxes man if people can't do that you know what i mean travel restrictions crazy because um people can't fly to europe i think for 30 days right now my lady's trying to get me to buy flights to go to like Hawaii and other places because they're so cheap right now, supposedly. I didn't look, but she's saying that. Not a bad idea. I just don't want to travel now and get stuck somewhere. Like if the coronavirus spreads like it has been. It started in China and that was a crazy one. And then now it's like all over Europe. Italy's having crazy issues. We should look it up right now. Real time. Real time. Corona virus map. Because it's spread everywhere, man. What I'm hoping is it's just like this is what viruses do is they spread and you can't really contain them. But then eventually you uh, figure out like a way to control it or lessen its effects, you know. Interactive map. Because we've had viruses in the past and we don't always cure them. You just get prepared for them, basically. Oh, this doesn't really, this isn't really it. But damn, Europe's all red with Corona. It's so intense. Interactive map. John Hopkins shows effects. Here we go. Total confirmed. Forty-three thousand confirmed cases by country or region. 42,000 in mainland China. Death toll is 1,000. 973 total recovered is 4,000. So more people recovered by a lot, so that's good. Man, it's so crazy. Yeah, there was a map up here before that was... uh, Telling me all about it. Here, I'll just read some of it. I'm sure you guys have all been looking into this, but France and Spain announced sweeping restrictions amid concerns of accelerating accelerated outbreak um, from complacency to emergency. How Trump changed course on Corona? Yeah, because at first he was saying it was a hoax. He was claiming fake news, and then he's coming on saying we need fifty billion dollars to fight this thing. That's how wrong he was, or doesn't know shit apparently. Corona could be deadly for the U.S. homeless population. Our city's doing enough. Just all right. Dude, Putin. Putin's out there. All right. I'm done with the coronavirus. We answered that question. This is a skateboarding podcast. I'm sure the whole coronavirus is already freaking everybody out. No need for the All I Need podcast to add to it.
moving on. Uh, Zach Belmont. Belmont says, women in skate industry. I think it's awesome. Seriously, I think it's the coolest thing. It's getting me stoked. Uh, it just getting me stoked, man. Like, Because when I was growing up, there wasn't many girls, and now girls are in skating and killing it. I've been teaching so many skate lessons to little girls. It inspires me every day. I'm like, dude, girls can do this shit. They have style, different interpretations. It's rad to see. It's rad to see, man. Went to the Tampa Pro Contest. That was awesome. And they had their first year doing the Tampa Girls Division, Ladies Division for the Pro. And there was a bunch of awesome girls in there shredding. I filmed that whole thing. And I was just watching it like, damn, skateboarding's come such a long way. Excuse me. Some uh, so Let me figure out the list right here. I'll tell you who was in the contest. All right. I'm going to butcher the names, but um, this girl from Japan, I want to say, say Yumiki Oda. She was ripping the whole time. Just good style, solid trick selection, good front feebles, um, front blunts, uh, lip slides on flat bars, bump to bars and stuff like that. Uh, God, I'm going to butcher all these names, and I'm so sorry. Let me see. I'm just going to call her Margie, but it's uh, she's from from the Philippines. Um, and she was killing it too, man, hitting the rails, good style, good trick selection, destroying. Fabiana Delfino was ripping, good tranny skating, um, bunch of tranny tricks, just killing it, loose style, cruising around the whole course, looking like she had control and fun. She had so much control and she was having fun and she just seemed like she was doing what she wanted to do on her board, which was cool. Um, Sat, uh, Samari Brevard, she was ripping, just power pop, uh, grinding the big kink trail, which was crazy to see. Um, Monica Torres was ripping, good nollie heel flip, good pop, uh, solid tray flips. Almost had, me and Timmy Knuth were watching her, she almost had switch tray off the side of this kicker in a line. That was looking sick. Uh, Alexis Sablome, switch flip the stairs, heel flip the stairs better than I could ever. Uh, cable from 50s down the hubba, just eating shit, slamming, getting mad, but then landing the shit. Alexis is one of my favorite girl skaters for sure. Uh, Poe Pinson, she was ripping, good style, cruising around the course. Um, yeah, bunch of girls, man. That was a few of them, so. But I think it's cool, man. It should. If girls love skateboarding and they want to do cool stuff, why not? Actually, something I wanted to talk about, uh, it was a little confusing because, like, this post came out of this girl doing kickflip to front tail 270. Like, really pop proper. And Ray Barbie shared shared it, and it went viral. And everybody thought it was a girl because it was. She was the it was a it was a transgender girl, but she dressed like a girl. So everybody was in the comments section, just like, "Damn, this is like, you're the best girl skateboarder. Like we've never seen like this tech like with that style. Like everybody was like praising her." praising her for being a girl and like being that good people were like damn this is stepping it up for girls and then uh she wrote in her stories that she was trans and it was just like damn this is so crazy like 2020 that it's like it was conflicting you know because like if you're just skating 
and you're not in competition, I guess, with anyone, and you're just skating like that's what skating is for, you know. But it gets weird if the uh, if like a trans if a man who used to be a man and now a woman entered a girls' competition, that would be a strange thing. That happened in in the UFC, which was a uh, crazy. There was a guy who's transitioned to a woman and was in the UFC and was literally beating the shit out of all the women because she still has the structure of a male and grew up as a guy. And, uh, like that, that to me was crazy. I was like, that can't happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just went through the comments and it was blowing my mind because everyone was blown away because they thought it was a girl and it, they thought it upped the level for girl skating. They're like, damn, this is like, next level you know and then it wasn't a girl you know so it's kind of weird the comments just made me feel crazy and there was a couple people that were going through just commenting on everybody that was saying nice things and was like it's a transition it's a tranny it's a trans man or whatever trans woman i don't really know what the term is if you transition to from a man to a woman um but they were they were just calling it out cuz they were like damn girl you're going you're about to take over you're going to be the best girl you're the best girl skateboarder there is you know and they were just like letting him know like uh it used to be a guy you know i don't know if it's a big deal i mean in competition i could see it being a problem but whatever you know if you love skating skate you know and it's probably hard for that girl i don't know her name but she did gain like a crazy following she she went from like 300 followers to like 30,000 followers and it's most of it was because they thought it was a girl that could do this like the kickflip front tail 270L and or big spin out and like the style they thought it was a girl that was up in the level for the girls and then it wasn't you know so i don't know how that works but it's like signs of the times you know like let me know what you think about that if you if you're if you're on iTunes and you're listening to the audio, rate the show and leave a review and let me know what you think about this topic. I really want to hear back from you because I'm like confused. In my heart, I just want to be like, who fucking cares? I don't care if you're a male or a fucking female. If you love skateboarding, skateboarding's for anybody, you know? But there is going to be parts where it's going to get weird. Like if you're competing in Tampa Pro with the girls and you used to be a guy and your light years better than all the girls out there, it's not really fair, in my opinion. Maybe I'm a fucking asshole, maybe not, but there's going to be situations. Or like, at least she admitted that she used to be a guy, so I don't think she's trying to like compete with girls. I think she has her own thing, you know? But who knows where this goes or what the situation is. I know it's minor compared to other things in the world, but I just want to hear back from you. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment below. Let me know what you think about that situation. I know some of you out there have probably heard about that, but it was strange. It was just a strange situation because I'm sure she just like put the clip out and wants to do her thing and then like wasn't expecting to go viral and have 30,000 followers. And have to tell them all she's transgendered, you know? Because they're all in the comments being like, you're the best girl skateboarder. Probably pretty confusing. Uh, definitely com- pretty confusing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think women in the skate industry is fucking sick, though. Next question. Next question. What you guys use most often to film and edit and what... 
would you recommend as a basic setup? I wish Sam was here for this question, but I'll answer it as well. I started with a VX 1000, then got the 2000, and then I got an HD setup, a Canon 60D with a fisheye lens and a long lens. And then I film a lot with GoPros and I film a lot with my iPhone. I'm not going to lie. I love my iPhone. It's one of the funnest things to film with. It's easy. It's in my pocket. Films 4K if I want it. Um, I like filming with it too. It's fun. Just the, like the way you can hold it and the angles you can get. It's like really awesome. Uh, if I was recommending starting out, just use whatever you got. Whatever you got to film with, man. Uh, use it. If it's your phone, use it. Because it doesn't matter. It's like you can create awesomeness with any type of camera. Uh, if you want to step up from the phone and you want HD, I would say the Canon 60D. That's a good camera. And it's not too afford- not too expensive. It's not going to break the bank. As far as editing goes, same thing. Use whatever you got. If you start on your phone and you're editing on your phone, there's tons of editing apps out there. I like to use – I started out with Final Cut and I still use it occasionally, but I use a lot of iMovie now. It's on my Mac. It's easy to edit with. gets the job done, especially with skating. So, yeah, those are my recommendations. Eli Litchfield, 29, writes, How do you pick who you sponsor? Um, with all I need, I try to find people. So like, let me go back. So Goonan, I met Corey Goonan a long time ago and he had sick ass video parts. And then I met him and he seemed like a really humble person who was really stoked on skating for the right reasons, not for the clout and all the fame and all that shit, but because he loves skating. It's fun. Uh, it was like his, uh, release. His uh, his way to uh, let some energy out, and uh, he was very creative, and he had style and direction. He loved he loves filming video parts. You can tell, um, yeah. And he's just not an asshole. He, he's a good dude. Billy Drown, same thing. Just when I met him, young kid, focused on skating, always super cool to people. That matters to me. I try to find people that are uh, that have their life together. You know, like. That are working hard, that can keep, can, that know how to work, that can have a job, but also manage skating too, you know? And like, they're not gonna rely on just like a sponsor to do everything for them, for them. They're self-driven. I try to find people that are working at something and they, they want to skateboard. And that's the reason why they'd even want a sponsor is so they can skateboard more, you know, or keep skateboarding their life, you know? So. Um, yeah, I just try to find humble people that work hard in life and at their skateboarding. That's been my real gauge of like how to sponsor someone. And that takes time. Like I got to get to know someone. I got to introduce them to the team. They got to put out some work on their side, like as far as putting out video parts and like getting some recognition, whether it's like going to the contests or traveling and meeting people and building up their name, like you can't expect a sponsor to do it all for you. You got to be doing this stuff on your own. So like if you want to be sponsored or you want to be part of skateboarding, 
be so busy creating awesome skateboarding stuff, whether it's a YouTube channel, a podcast, or filming video parts, or even just filming the other homies. Like Sam, I hooked up because he is a filmer and he skates too. He's really good at skating and I hook him up for his skating too. But I really hooked him up because he's really loves filming and editing and he makes videos and he loves filming his homies as much as he likes to be filmed, you know? So there's different reasons, but I just try to find people that are self-driven that can that can survive whether they have a sponsor or not. There's too many people out there that think that they're just going to hit the lottery and they don't have to keep up with their personal relationships or they don't have to keep growing and de- developing as a human human because they think because they're so good that the world's just going to hand everything to them. And it's just not how it works. You're not going to win the lottery. Good things comes comes to those people that work hard and they help those around them. And then we help each other and lift each other up. So I try to find people that are playing the game but not playing it in a selfish way. They're playing it so that they can continue to keep playing with people around them that that they can help and they can help each other, you know? You don't want to dominate and just fuck everyone, you know? You want to be invited back to play because you're fun to play with. And skateboarding is fun to play. <laughs> it's a toy, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I just try to find people that don't take themselves too serious. They have goals. They're directed. They work hard. But they can also laugh and they can take a joke because that's important too. I talk shit, you know? Like, I like to talk shit. It's a sport. It's fun. The only sport I like is talking shit, to be honest. The other sports I could care less about. But it's because I can laugh at myself. You guys can crack jokes on me. People do. Tell me I look like Nicolas Cage. They call me a boomer all day. (laughs) Like, I talk shit, but I can take it, you know? So, like, just have a thick skin. Don't be so sensitive. Focus on skateboarding. And those are the people I try to support. The people that love skating and they need to skate whether there's money involved or not. They just want to go skate and have a good time and they get that. And that's how I pick them. I meet them as I go and if I feel like I can help them, I help those people out. Can't help everybody. you know. There's people out there that I meet and they got too much issues going on or they got some weird motivations that don't align up. And uh, I try to help people and after a while you're like, why am I even helping you, man? You're kind of self-destructive or you're being a fucking shitty influence to people around you or you're not appreciating the people around you like and you're just kind of becoming like every time I see you, you got some issues and it's always someone else's fault and you take no responsibility for your own issues. Like there's people like that too. There's more good people that I've met than that, but they exist, you know. Um, Mad Pumpkin King says sometimes skaters get mad when non-skaters skate or wear skater brands. What's your thought? Um, I don't really care. I don't really have that much of an opinion about that. If you like a brand, whether you skate or not, cop them, support them. That money is going to go into skateboarding. Hopefully, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really think about that too much, but I know that's a thing. I know people get salty about that sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't really know. For all I need, I get stoked when someone reps all I need because it kind of makes me realize like, hey, they kind of get the idea of the brand. If they like it, they at least get the idea behind it, you know, and whether you skate or not, I'm fine with that, man. So, 
But yeah, it doesn't really make me too mad, man. I don't care where the support from, comes from. As long as people are genuinely stoked on all I need, that's fine with me. Sam. Samo the 710. This is my homie Sam. Discuss following your dreams and how to stay on the path. Okay. This is, I'm going to go in on this one for you, Sam. Let me crack my knuckles. Oh. Oh, hope you heard that on the mic. Um, so as a little kid, let me, I can only tell you my personal experience. So like as a little kid, um, right when my father passed, I was about 12 going on 13 and, uh, he passed away and I had to go live with my mom and I love my mom very much, but she was deep and lost into drugs and running wild. And the house that I was moving into wasn't very safe. And the people around me weren't very trustworthy. And that's right when I found skateboarding. So that's where I met this kid, Dale. He gave me an extra board and he showed me how cool skateboarders and skateboarding was. Because one, he gave me an extra board. He invited me to stay at his house for the night. And he started showing me all the tricks. And I was like, dude, first, this guy is sick. So skateboarders are awesome. And two, skateboarding is awesome. Because I didn't even know you could do all those tricks. That's when my dream began right there because I was like, what? And I was like already so lost and on the edge because of my father passing and my mom was just a mess and I was like, what the fuck? I have to go live in the projects and deal with this crazy shit. People coming in my house making me feel unsafe and then right then is when I found skating and it literally like was that silver lining that was like, you know what? You don't have to deal with all this shit. Just focus on this. This is in that. Then I started dreaming big because I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's do this. Let me focus on skating. This is gonna take me places. Like, and I just started figuring out ways to like dream. And then I met people that own skate shops. And then I found out that people go on team trips and they film team videos. And there's all this stuff. And there's pros and ams and like there's skate teams and there's brands and all this cool stuff and. And it's, some of it's DIY, you know, like a lot of it is skaters creating this stuff and supporting skaters. And I was like, this is so cool. So then, of course, my brain started like being like, wow, I'd love to do this or be a part of this. It started with wanting to be a part of it first because I really wanted to – I really wanted to be a part of Solstice Skate Shop because that was the first group of adults that I saw that were healthy, happy, and they were skateboarders doing cool skateboarding shit. And I was like, I want them to notice me because, like, I love skating and this this is, like, super fun. And I started getting better and better. And I was like, I want them to notice me because I want them to see that I've been putting the time in and that I am I love skating like them. And, like, th I want to be involved with the cool stuff they're doing because they're, like, teaming up together and working together to put out videos and go on trips and fund their trips. They're literally just working jobs to pay for these trips to make videos. And I was like... This is a dream. This is when I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do this and I want to travel because I saw that. I saw them traveling and meeting friends and connecting with friends and doing so much cool shit. So then I just started dreaming and then uh, I kept up with my skating the whole time. I tried to be cool to people. I tried to meet people, open myself up, not be an introvert because at the time I had insecurity issues. Sometimes I still do depending on the day. <laughs> uh yeah, because who doesn't, right? But when I was real young, I had anger issues and insecurity issues, you know? But I tried not to let them hold me back. So I tried to be 
open to people and and meet people and tell them like you know and share my hype for skating with them and um that seemed to help and i was able to network and i got sponsors that supported me and um i got to do the whole skateboarding thing where someone turned me pro and i had pro boards and pro shoes and i got to travel all over the country and the world i went to china twice all over europe um i was in all the magazines um the dream i was living the dream you know and uh recession hit and that all ended brands stopped sponsoring people pulled back and uh just had to get a job basically so the dream was in jeopardy and uh, i didn't want the dream to end so i decided hey nobody can take this away like we love skateboarding and if there's no money and no sponsors then it's on us the responsibility lies on us to carry it and do it. So I decided to figure it out, to figure out how to get t-shirts made, to figure out how to form a team, to figure out how to start a company and just keep the dream going. And it was because I didn't want it to go away because skateboarding has helped me so much in my life and I've watched it help all my friends, help them grow and develop and challenge them and keep them engaged through most of their life, you know, and it's done that for me. And, uh, just cause you don't have a sponsor doesn't mean the dream ends. You just carry it on, you know, especially if it's something you, you're stuck on and you're not get, you're not going to give up on, you know? And for me, that's what skating has been. I decided since it came into my life at the right time and it helped me grow and de develop that I owed skateboarding, not the other way around. I feel that I owe skateboarding everything because it's improved my life. Just the sessions alone, man, just the hours of fun with people and the hours of skating and the feelings of accomplishment from learning all the trips, tricks and like, uh, you guys know this, but like, yeah, so I feel personally indebted to skateboarding. So I want to help other people kind of achieve what I have achieved with skateboarding because if I've done it and I'm from the projects <laughs> in broken family and I've managed to do it, then others can do it too. So like, let's keep it going, you know? So I just worked really hard and I've built all I need up and I put all the money back into skateboarding and skateboarders and try to uh, grow the skate community because I think we all need it because it keeps us sane and it means a lot to so many people. So like, if you believe in skating and uh, – you have a dream to be a skateboarder, don't give up on that dream. But don't be afraid to work for it because it's not always going to be that perfect story. You know what I mean? Where you get some sponsor and then you're on some thing and you're the most famous lit skateboarder ever, blah, blah, blah. Like there's only so many Tony Hawks. There's only so many Ryan Shecklers. There are only so many Nijas. And that that technically isn't even the best position to be in, man, to be honest. Like, with that comes a lot of issues, too, with that fame and notoriety, you know? The only reason why I've ever wanted to, like, deal with fame or anything like that is to keep skateboarding my life, if it, if it helped, you know? If it helped, like, grow all I need or if it helped get it out there so I could keep skating and doing skateboarding stuff, you know? But it's actually kind of a burden, so... But yeah, if you have a dream out there, don't give up on it. There's gonna be bumps. It's gonna be... You have to play the long game, not the short game. 
a lot of people think that, oh, I don't get sponsored and I got to get a job and this and that and that and my dream's over. It's like it's not over until you say it's over. You just keep at it, man. Your dreams adjust and change and they get better if you keep going. You have a better understanding of what you are actually aiming for, you know? When you're young, you aim at things and you have to adjust them. So just don't give up on it, especially if it helps you and saves your life, you know, and you really mean that, then keep on, keep on, man. I've kept on and I, it's brought nothing but endless fun and joy and memories. If it all ended tomorrow, I could be content because there's so much we've done every year. I'm like, dude, we do so much awesome stuff. It keeps going. It's unbelievable. This ride's getting better. Let's go. I'm so excited. You know, it's like, it's unbelievable, man. Don't give up on things you love. And if you love it and you truly do, that's what you got to do. You got to hang on to these things or life will tear them away. But don't be afraid to work for it. Don't be afraid to pivot and adjust and make the right moves. You know? It's a journey. You know? You got to you gotta go with the punches sometimes. And then punch back. Good question, Sam. Thanks, man. Um, nowadays, too, just to stick around on this question a little further, it's like, I've done the pro thing. I've had a lot of my dreams achieved. That's why I focus so hard on the business side of things now is like trying to run the company and make sure that I can help others and help my riders grow and help their dreams continue and support the next generation too of young rippers and try to help them develop and find a path. And that's why I do the events, the fall brawls, the New England Ams, the podcast, talk about skateboarding and running brands and stuff is because like... If I could help skateboarding grow for any of us, you know, like that's a win for skateboarding, you know. Skateboarders are awesome, man. We're built for this time right now on earth. Things are so complex, but the same things it takes to land those tricks is the same things it takes to be successful in life. To not give up, keep adjusting, finding ways, put in the work, the figure out how to balance and keep going. Start at the bottom and work your way up. That's the same thing it takes to learn a trick, same thing it takes to be successful in life. So, next question. Haggernaut, what up, Dickie J? He says, HD versus VX, pros and cons. Uh, this is a two-parter. Instagram skater versus full part skaters. HD versus VX, both are awesome. Um, pros for VX is that those cameras, you just plug and play, set the settings, pass around. Everybody knows how to use it. Got a six zoom. It looks gritty. Um, cons is that as the technology improves, the VX just starts to look rougher and rougher. I pulled up YouTube on uh, my TV, pulled up a VX video, and that thing, I could barely see it. I could barely fucking see it, dude. But um, but they're both awesome. So I'm not going to lie. We've done VX videos in the past, and we're doing HD videos now, too, so... They're both good. Uh, pros about HD, you can see everyone's freckles and everything's so like crystal. That's kind of like you can see it really good. Um, there's no tape. It's just digital. There's no tape, so you don't have to worry about spending money on tapes. Con would be it's too clear. You can see fucking people's blemishes and shit. Sometimes it looks fake or like a video game or I don't know. Uh, Instagram skaters versus full part skaters. This is a good one. I don't know if it's versus or whatever, but I love full parts. I think you have to do both. I'm going to be honest. Do both. 
do both. Why not? You don't have to, but I just said you have to, but <laughs> what I meant was you don't have to do both, but why wouldn't you want to? Post up Instagram clips, build up your social media. It's cool to like put up a clip and just like get all that feedback instantly is so cool. But it's also amazing to save a bunch of stuff and don't show people until you're ready to release a video part and like get the song and like actually work on something for a while, you know? And you can do both. I do both. All my riders do both. Like, it's actually probably the move nowadays to do both. Build up your social media and Instagram and work on a video part at the same time. You guys can do that if we can do it. So I think it's both. That's the answer to that question. Miso says, Lakeville Skate Park and the future of it. That question was directed for Sam. But since Sam is in quarantine out of fear of the corona, <laughs> uh, we'll have to save that one for him. I will say this, though. My brother loves Lakeville Park, and it's a prefab, one of those prefab parks that if you live in New England, you definitely know about. They went around and built a bunch of prefab parks. They're all similar but a little different. They move the ramps in little different places. Sometimes the weather causes big cracks and they're not perfect. They end up turning into DIYs because skaters add on to them to make them better. Um, Lakeville's that. And my brother used to throw a contest there. And the theme was best contest, worst park. <laughs> and uh, But it's just like a shitty little park that people love because they've spent hours of their life there. And there's a box there. And there's a little tranny, a little quarter pipe, and you learned all your tricks there. So I hope the future of it is that it, it grows, gets bigger, or they get another park. That would be epic. Um, okay, more so. Um, all right, this one, I don't know who wrote the comment. I want to say Vacationland Hardware, but they wrote, Skateboard is dark past of homophobia and the movement behind today's acceptance of queer skateboarding. More so, some queer skaters. It's not just women shredding anymore. We got all walks of life. So I kind of touched on that a little bit. I will touch on the dark past of homophobia and skateboarding. Um, I think it's not just in skateboarding, it's just in life, you know, like some people fear things they don't understand, you know, and everybody skateboards. So you're going to have some people that are, that don't understand homophobia, you know, or don't understand homosexuals or transgender people. Um, like I said before, skateboarding is for anybody. So it's just a piece of wooden wheels. And what makes it special is the people that put their energy and life force into it and how they choose to use it. So uh, it's definitely for anybody who wants to do it. I think just in the past that people have insecurities and their own issues and it comes out in a negative way sometimes, man. You know? But um, I think nowadays the majority of people are pretty accepting and pretty open to it. When you have young people, it's like sometimes they just say shit they don't really understand too, you know? You're young, you're forming your opinions, like you don't always have it all figured out, and sometimes you say shit you don't mean. That's actually a big part of being young is like saying shit you don't mean because you're trying stuff out. You're like – you're trying to talk out your thoughts and feelings and you're forming them because you're young and developing and growing. And I've been like that. I've been young and like – developing and growing and my emotions sometimes had the best of me over my actual uh rationality you know like and i said shit i didn't mean 
you know, because I was young or angry or stupid or all of the above, you know. And that's always going to be part of the ride because new souls are going to come into the world, you know. And they're not going to be perfect. People aren't born perfect. You figure this shit out as you go. So, like, I think it's always going to be part of it. But I feel like more more now than ever, people have the phones and they have ways. Oh, oh excuse me. How rude, dude. Just yawning on the podcast. I had a little whiskey last night. I had a couple beers at this baby shower today. So I am a little tired. The coffee is helping. But I think I need some warm coffee right now. So let's re-up on this. I'm trying to survive this corona podcast. That's what's going on, dude. I'm quarantining myself away from the world. Trying to freak out. I feel like it's a bit of hysteria out there. I don't think it's as... See, I feel bad saying this, but I don't feel like it's as as detrimental, mental, detrimental as it seems. I feel like the media hysteria hype is too much. We're, we ha- we're too connected. And when something like this happens... Every second, you just look at your phone, you know, and they're scaring you. I think there's real issues, like there's real things to be worried about, but I don't know if it's just too much news media or if it's 100% a real issue. So, but uh, yeah. But yeah, anyways, back to people and kids. Uh, I think skateboarding is doing awesome, man. I think most people out there understand that it's about fun and skating and expression and doesn't matter how good you are or how or what your gender is or who you're fucking or what hole you like to fuck <laughs> but you are going to always have assholes and it's like assholes hopefully learn and grow and don't stay assholes forever so like I don't want to completely tear them apart either but if you're an asshole you're probably going to have a hard life until you figure it out cuz I've been an asshole at times and I had to live, learn, and grow. Sometimes you're stubborn as fuck. I've never really had a problem with homosexuality and gay people because my uncle was gay. And he was always super cool to me. I was named after him, my Uncle Tony. I didn't really know he was gay, but he had a boyfriend and I called him my Uncle Mike. But he was always so cool to me. And then when I was like 15 or something, they told... Or no, yeah, he like passed away, and when he passed away, there it came out that he was gay, and I was like, I was like, so what? Because everyone was like, they didn't want to tell us he was gay, and then once he passed, it came out, and they were wondering how we were gonna react as kids, and I was like, I didn't really care. Like he was always cool and nice to me. He was my uncle. I liked seeing him, and it was awesome. And I was a kid, and I didn't really think about that. Like it wasn't a concern of mine. And if you told me. I was a kid and I didn't I would have been like, yeah, he's good to me, he's nice to me. It doesn't really matter, you know? I wasn't like I don't think people are born homophobic. I think it's like a taught thing. You you're taught that or you're around a bunch of other little kids that someone was taught that and then they spread it, you know? So it's like I don't know. There's tons of different scenarios where that comes from, you know? But I don't have a problem with it, man. If I don't care who you are, if you love skateboarding, Get it, my friend. If skateboarding helps you, good for you. No matter, you know, as long as you're a good person, then I don't really have a problem. Gotta remember my password. There, you got it. Um, skateboarding's dark past. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some people that are homophobic, but hopefully they live and learn, you know? So. 
call it a career. This is another filming thing. I got into filming because we didn't have a filmer and I bought the camera. I remember it was like around when I was riding for Zoo York and I had all my friends and we were all – I was just at home and I was like, you know what? We don't really have like a filmer so I'm just going to buy a camera and we're going to make a video together. And I was like, I'll figure out how to film and edit and then we'll all figure it out and we'll film and edit. We'll film each other and make this shit happen. So that's where my filming started and then with the YouTube channel, I just got really into it because it's fun. It's really fun, you know? Um. This question was really for Sam, though, so I'll have to ask him next week how he got into it. Next question, my friends. Uh, Matt Stevenson, 169, says, what's up with the world? And he is referring to world industries. I think a lot of people want to know this question. Um, world industries is alive and well because it's in the hands of skateboarders. Fuck Yeah. And uh, it's actually helping all I need grow because I technically work for World and I am trying to get more art made and I'm trying to build up the skate team and I produce some of their boards. So if you see any boards out there with Flame Boy and Wet Willie and the Devil Man, like our Tide Pods deck, our Fear and Loathing deck, Kevin Clem's Pro Model, that's all coming from us. And I... He pressed those graphics onto blank decks myself, and that helps all I need distribution grow bigger and bigger. So um, right now, the two brands that are in the all I need distribution is all I need skateboards and World Industries, which is pretty epic to say because World's been around for over 20 years and just has the biggest, richest history. They turned me pro, which I'm really thankful for. Shout out to RP Bess and Charlie Thomas out there. My homies, I love you guys. Thank you for making that dream happen for me. I owe you everything. Um, and I feel really fortunate to be able to work with the world and keep that brand in my life and uh, be able to do cool stuff with it, man. It's a one-of-a-kind brand that has to live. And I think world is really important right now in skateboarding because nowadays so many people are sensitive and they want to censor everybody and shut things down. And world is a brand that's based on breaking all the rules – you know, every if if it was up to everybody out there right now, we'd all bow to Nija and Trump, and we'd have to say they're the greatest ever. And with World, we don't have to because it's about art and entertainment, and we can have fun. You know, and the only sport that I'm really into is talking shit sometimes. So, yeah. I don't. Th I think skateboarding is much more complex than just sports and being the greatest. You know, so if you feel the same way, let me know. That would be awesome to know. <laughs> but yeah, world's doing good, man. There's new art in the works. We turned Kevin Pro, Sam Kern, my good G Sammy is filming for us and skating for us. We got Sean Egan out there. Shout out to my G Sean Egan. He's on Flow for World, working on a video part, trying to do cool things with those guys. Hopefully uh, get a team trip going, maybe work on a video project, but definitely new new artwork, new boards are coming out. There's t-shirts coming out for World right now, so if you see him out there, cop a tee. Um, 
And just know that uh, we're uncensored at World. If you follow World and want it to be a nice, nice brand, nice soft brand that bows down to the Olympics, it's never going to happen. And you should want it to not happen. <laughs> I don't understand why people want World to be this like something it's not. I dealt with this online because I posted something about Nyjah and talked some shit about uh, being not impressed with his best trick and all this shit. And I just did it out of principle. But I didn't expect so many people on the world Instagram account to get butt hurt. More people were stoked that I was having fun and talking shit and being creative. But just a handful of people really. But they were the loudest, you know. And I'm glad they unfollowed us because they were more athletes and jocks. Which is fine. It's cool to be that, but probably fall in the wrong brand when you're like that. You might not want to follow a world, you know? They pretty much smash every rule you could ever imagine. That's why I like the brand. Uh, 860 Quinn writes, what's your favorite truck company? Ooh, I like this. I like this. Um, I'm going to say Thunder. I started skating thunders a long time ago because my good homie Jay Vasconcelos at Solstice Skate Shop suggested it because he's friends with those guys at Deluxe and I started skating them and he actually got me hooked up with Deluxe back in the day and I got flo flown out to California and I went into the warehouse and they hooked me up with a bunch of thunders and Spitfire wheels, a bunch of t-shirts. They filmed me. They brought me around SF. Um, they support the New England Am. And uh, Thunder Trucks, I ride them forever. Put them on and just ride them forever. I don't have many issues with them. With them, The axles don't slip. They grind forever. And uh, they're good-ass trucks. So I'd say Thunder Trucks. Although sometimes I always think about skating indies. But it's only because I've never skated them before. And so many people do. So I'm like, I almost should try them. Just because I feel like it's crazy that I haven't. But uh, I got no issues with the Thunders, so I just keep going back Thunders. So, um, Next question. Uh, this one's from – I don't know how to say it. It's like Michael, but it starts with a P. Pical Scarns. Local skate parks that should be redone. Um, Lakeville. Lakeville Park should be redone. All those prefab parks, they should redo them all. Build new parks. They're starting to. Like in Plymouth – all they had was a prefab park for a while, and then some of the homies built the DIY, which is awesome. And then the town got hip and was like, let's just build a big-ass skate park. And they built this big-ass, crazy, awesome skate park. Um, there's tons. I would just want to shout out Norfolk Skate Park. If you guys are around, that's like really close to me, and I went there for the first time. And it's a small little park, but I had so much fun there. I don't think it needs to be redone, but you never know. Uh, next question. Skater Boy Girl Toy. Such what a crazy name right there. Skater Boy Girl Toy. Toy. So he's a skater boy, but he's a girl toy. And he says, How skateboarding gives can cause stress to the body in dealing with anxiety. Yeah, man, that is something. Uh skateboarding is definitely can damage your body, especially if you're reckless and you don't take time to rest. You can mess yourself up pretty bad. So I would say take a rest. If you get injured, let it heal. Um, try to learn everything from the ground up. Have some uh, control and balance. Don't rush to do all the tricks because that's how you get hurt. 
usually get hurt when you're trying something that's a little beyond your means. So you want to you want to go slow and build a good foundation and work your way up to those tricks. No need to rush because by the time you get there, you'll have a good foundation, good balance, and those tricks will come easier and easier, you know? And I'm definitely guilty of making that mistake, just rushing and learning shit. It's because it's fun and exciting and you, like, push the limit and you just, like, end up getting hurt. I tore my ACL trying to kickflip, like, a 12 stair. I probably should have just, like, worked on my kickflips more instead of, like, trying to huck it down a 12 stair. But um, you live, you learn, right? Uh, dealing with anxiety. Um, that's like something we all go through, you know? I deal with that. I try to like rest a lot. Get good sleep. Sleep helps. If you're tired, your anxiety is going to be through the roof, you know? Especially if you're used to having anxiety and you're tired. Diet's a big one. Try to eat better. I try to. I don't always. Sometimes I go on benders and eat chocolate and donuts and all that shit. And then I feel worn down and heavy and my anxiety kicks in. Practice the way you communicate. That way you can say what you mean and uh, mean what you say. That'll help alleviate some anxiety. Because sometimes you just have anxiety because you're scared to speak up and say things. Because, you know, but it helps to express yourself. So... That helps. So diet, communication, good friends helps because if you have good friends, you can hang out with them. That helps alleviate anxiety and then sleep. Get some sleep, man. That helps you for sure. Um, yeah, I think that's it for anxiety. Smoking weed. I know that's a weird one, but that kind of helps me with my anxiety. It heightens it at first, but then I get past it and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what I was freaking out about, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Everyone's different. All right. Let's see if we got more. Oh, and we got more. Um, Squill says, how did you go about starting your brand? I kind of already answered that, but um, first thing I did was trademark. And I've heard people say, don't do that, but I don't know. That's where I started. I got my trademark and then uh, I got some t-shirts made. You're going to have to learn business. You're going to learn you're going to have to learn marketing. You're going to have to learn how to network. You're going to have to understand how to create a product, packaging, um, shipping. Uh, there's so much you're going to have to learn. So, I'd say if you're going to start a brand, just start understanding the principles of business and start networking and design. You're going to have to learn design or you're going to have to learn how to network and, and pay people to create artwork and design. Um, but I started mine with just t-shirts, did the trademark, got some t-shirts, started learning how to sell those t-shirts, sold through those, then started figuring out events, how to throw an event, how to organize one, how to get people to show up, how to promote it and market it. Um, that was stuff I learned through skateboarding. So it was kind of like I already sort of had a head start, but I still had to learn a lot. Um, team building, uh, I started forming a team and figuring out how to keep those guys motivated and give them goals to aim at and to work towards. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, that's where I started. T-shirts, really, and learn how to sell them. And then now I have a sales rep, so that helps. I don't have to do all the selling, you know? Leave it up to him. <laughs> and then I just didn't give up. I just kept going, kept skating, 
figuring it out. It's just like a trick. The more you uh, stick with it and the more you keep adjusting and figuring out what works and what doesn't work, it'll help you build your brand, you know? The thing about a brand too is like a brand is an extension of yourself, how you think, how you feel, what your ethics are. So you're learning as you go, you know, like as a young kid, I figure out who I am and what I'm aiming at and why I'm doing it. And uh, as you get older, hopefully you figure those things out and it strengthens your cause. And for me, it's done that, you know, and for for me, all I need is skateboarding, family, friends, traveling. And it's like those are the things I aim at. I want to work on things that matter with people that matter. And that's the mission statement. Once you figure out your mission statement which it takes a while to do, then you can just start making all the moves to support that mission statement, you know? So, um, yeah. But that's how I started. I just started with very little money, and I just figured it was going to be hard, but if I just keep trying, I'll figure it out, just like a kickflip, you know? So if I can do it, you guys can do it. I believe that. You just got to have the will, and you got to have the work ethic, you got to have the vision and you got to not give up and you got to stay optimistic even when it's shitty. And actually when it gets shitty, that's when your grit's got to kick in and you got to get a little angry and be like, fuck that. Nothing's stopping me. I'm going to get better, figure this out, get past this obstacle, and things are going to keep going. Nothing's taking this away. That's when you got to fight even harder is when it when it gets hard. You know, That's when you got to figure it out and like not give up precisely that's when the fire has got to be there even if it's just a spark you got to keep that thing lit for when you need it you know and try to get people involved man that was a big goal with all i need is like let's get people involved if they can understand all i need and i can find the writers and the artists and the the people that support it and understand it then we can do big things because a brand is just a collection of people that work hard and have a direction and aim that's the point of making the sales is so you can support each other and put that money back into skateboarding so we can keep doing awesome skateboarding things, you know? So that's the objective, you know? Um, yeah, man. I think that's about it. I think I did a little over an hour. The solo coronavirus podcast. Next week, hopefully Sam will be healthy and being fine. Hopefully he didn't catch the coronavirus because he was in the same office as someone who did. And I'll have him on and we can pick his brain about filming for Good Eye, our last video. And we'll ask him all about filming and editing. And um, Yeah, man. Thanks for all the questions out there. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast every week. Keeping the fire lit. Your comments and engagement, especially on uh, YouTube comments and on the iTunes store when you rate and review the podcast. Like I was saying before. That shit means a lot to me. So if you guys are out there and listening and you enjoy this podcast, yo, do me a favor and rate, review on iTunes and leave a comment on the YouTube channel on this video and uh, I'll hit you back, geez. Again, thank you guys for everything. Thank you for supporting skateboarding and uh, thanks for being the passionate ones out there, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Peace, peace. Till next week. Shout out to all the girl skaters out there crushing it too. So cool. And shout out to anybody, whether you're a tranny or you're a – is that PC? I don't know if that's okay to say. But whether you're a tran, transgendered skater, a female skater, a gay skater, straight skater, no matter what color you are, whether you're Flame Boy or Wet Willie, 
Hesh, fresh. If you're a jock, if you love skateboarding, keep it up. Skateboarding is bigger than one person's ego. Skateboarding's bigger than all of our egos. So, um, yeah, support and be good to skateboarding. That's that's it. I'm over and out, geez. Cheers. <laughs>